Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Token Rambles Podcast, your monthly podcast all about the news uh, about the Token Rambu franchise. I am your host, Marissa, and with me, I am here with Jesse. Hello. And Sarah. Hi. So uh, we have a lot of news and game updates and fun Fukuoka story time that will eventually occur. But until we get to that, we're just going to quickly go over our community feedback. Once again, Jessie graced us with one of her wonderful polls, so I will let her talk about that. Cool. So I don't know really what inspired me to do this poll, but I'm very excited Chogi. to post it. Chogi. I love Yamabagiri Chogi, and I will best to defend him whenever possible. As we know. As you all. So, I did a poll asking everyone who, in their opinion, was saltier. Yamabagiri Chogi. Okanehira. Heshkiri Hasebe. Or Hachiska Koji. And I felt validated because for a while, Chogi was not number one forget who was it but they just rather even like there was at one point i think they were pretty um and then of course you know whatever whatever i'll be salty so chogi won at 54 percent which is yeah had 16 percent of the vote Hachiska had 8%, and Hasebe had 22%. And honestly, it was beautiful, because one of the most fabulous comments came from it all. Okanehira is only salty to Tenka Goken. Hachiska, only to the Gansa. Chogi, only to Nisemono-kun. Places vote at the right choice. And honestly, that is the most valid response. And I love it and support it. So, yes. It was a great poll. Thanks for participating. It was cause of much cackling and demented. Nope, he's not that bad. Yes, he is. It's nice and to know that no. I at least am not alone in my belief that he is not the saltiest boy in the Citadel. He, he kind of is. But I will agree with our friend Sumi over here. And that the fact is, he's only salty really towards one sword. But salt is a matter of perspective. Which is, <laughs> which is why these polls are so much fun, because we get to see all of your opinions on the swords. Because we kind of know each other's opinions, but it's it's really entertaining to see how closely our own perceptions of these swords are or how completely different they are because we all create our own little bubbles within our friend group and head cannons ensue you too anyways uh, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah they were i'm not going to expose them to that your head cannons, because that was interesting. That was a night. Uh, 
either way so that was our community feedback for the month and we'll hop right into recent updates for the games everything game related that has occurred over the past month back in september so yeah dongo racing rabbit time that that ended praise with love praise i will admit i was a little sad because they cap you off at the amount of dongo you get what what do you mean if you get the 50 dongo they don't give you more oh i never noticed that because you didn't try to get as much as you could no i did i and care less. i was very sad well you got 50 dongo and you use dongo during it and then you have 50 and now you don't but it's better than not having dongo you could say dong got it or not having it <laughs> i love you uh, angry. Ami, daddy, Don't no. <laughs> Dongo. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I killed Marissa. I'm you. Uh, uh, <laughs> got it, Sarah. <laughs> Do not make me throw mochi at your heads. For making stupid puns. Why? Uh, Don't go for it. The stupid dongo puns were last month. Where were they last month? We were in dongo <laughs> hell. We were... Okay, fair <laughs> enough. They decided they wouldn't dongo for it. They were dongone. All right. Let's uh, move away from the rabbits <laughs> and the dongo. Um, <clears throat> let's hop away now. All right, everyone, this is the final episode of Token Rambles Podcast, because I'm about to murder my friends, and we can have Dongo I think we can threaten that every month. <laughs> ah! Oh, I forgot you to throw plushies at Sarah. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk about... You beat me over the head with an avocado. I did. I kind of did. I just kind of tapped you with it. You did, yes. <laughs> whack you upside the head with it. I just kind of papped you with it. So see, you still have some satisfaction and yes. I'm more still upset with Jessie over the fact of smithing Hakusan because she's technically the one who smithed Hakusan for you. So Exactly. You you are partially an innocent in this, but at the same time are not because you you benefited from her. Anyways, um, speaking of smithing hell, uh, we had the She's a Gagata Naginata limited time uh, smithing campaign, so Shizuka could be smithed more easily. I didn't see him. Jesse, don't say anything. Hey, hey, in my defense, he actually didn't come home again. <gasps> oh, fries. That's new. That is new. <laughs> I'm like, uh, please well, don't make me. I didn't single Naginata that event, actually. So. I don't think I did. No, I didn't either. You want a Tomoy? <laughs> I got two of them. I forget I if I even. I boot all of them, so I'd take him. My Tomoy and my Iwatoshi are max Rambu, so. I just need one more Iwa, so. You didn't come home as often as Tomoe did during the struggle for Shizuka. 
but that campaign lasted about a week or so and ran right into the last event that we just finished up just recently, about like a week or so ago, uh, was the most recent Village of Treasures. Um, and that event... Sarah is hissing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Angry hissing. Uh, as I talk about the background musics, which haunt Sarah because Taiko hate her. Uh, but we got Midare, Gokotai, Yagen, and Hocho's background music. And I haven't listened to the background music in a while because I'm terrible and I usually game off. But my game was actually on. And Hocho's music is just perfection. It sounds I, like a candy store. He does! And Gokotai has these cute little, like, xylophone mel- melody that's so precious so they got background music that really does reflect them very very well also preemptively i'm going to apologize i am suffering from the backlash of having allergies right before my trip to go as a jesse then bronchitis and then yes hooray i sound a little ick uh right now but Bear with me. Not being checked by coughs every like five minutes. So whoop. No, it's just my throat just kind of hates me. But besides the new background music, we got our new sword, who I will give Chessie time in a little bit to squee over because I have to talk a little bit about this event and then I will give her time. But his name is Kuanago. So he is, of course, as we predicted, uh, with. The Village of Treasures, it's kind of a bit of a go event now. But besides adding the new sword, there's been some UI changes with the event. Um, the pothole cards have been completely removed. Uh, bomb and poison arrow cards were reduced to one instead of two. Kaika now actually applies to the enemy cards and not just the beads. So you increase the amount of beads, but that's because they upped it once again. To 100,000 beads to get the new event sword. It's been over about, I think, a year or two since we've had to struggle to get a sword at 100,000 beads for Village of Treasures. And the implementation of the new Wakazashi card, uh, which rewards more EXP and beads, which is about 250 beads. And... It's, it was really rare, and you could only encounter it once per run. And it actually was affected by the Kaika cards as well. So that was kind of nice. I only ran into it between four and five times, and I believe I was the first person to see said mysterious walkie. I didn't run into him until after I hit 40,000 points, and it was once. The second time was either just before I got him, or is it after? I can't remember, but I, I only ran into the walkie card twice the entire event. Yikes. He was playing hide-and-seek, I think, successfully, so. Yeah. I don't know how many times I saw him. I think only, like, three or four. And usually it'd be before I get the Kaika card. So... Eh. It's because walkies are stealthy. I did not need those thoughts. I'm a smack you later, Sarah. 
Love you. Don't know what I did this time, but I'll probably take credit for it anyway. <laughs> so that's kind of it on the new mechanics of the event. Uh, as I mentioned before, we got our new sword, who is Kuwanago. And I know Jessie was very, very happy for this. So I'm going to let her squee and talk about her new go boy for one a little pun. bit. Please let me say one pun. You could say that the goes are now their go-to for swords. <laughs> that pun is acceptable. Jesse, continue. <laughs> Let me tell you how much I love this farmer boy snowboarder who on a go, who is absolutely beautiful. You never see his eyes really until he awakens, so that's really cool. And you only see like an eye. Yeah. <laughs> The whole Go clan is a fabulous clan, and they're all nerds and fabulous. And Kuanago, well, I forget why exactly, but he really likes soil. Like, farming soil. So that's really fun. <gasps> that was the point I was trying to remember! Okay, so I was going to research this. I have no idea if this is the correct basis or not. Uh, so when I came back, I mentioned to one of my coworkers that I had been to Fukuoka on a trip. And she's like, oh, have you heard of this guy? He's some agriculturalist. And I was like, no, Sage, I haven't. I am not the biggest person when it comes to my knowledge of substance farm, like subsistence farming and the agricultural practices of Japan. But I understand the unity of Japan and agriculture. It's important. What does this have to do with anything? She's like, oh, there's this really well-known, like, agriculture guru guy that's out of Fukuoka. Okay. I have no idea if that's what they're trying to reference because he's apparently well-known. I don't know if he's current or a while ago. I don't know. I just found the correlation between that and the fact that Kuana also comes from that area a little ironic. I don't know if there's a correlation. There could be. It could just be massive coincidence. There could be a completely other another reason why this boy is obsessed with farming. I mean, he is he was passed down through a family of farmers apparently. Oh, that so. that could also be it. But he could be tied to one of them. So I just find it ironic. I'll, yeah, if... I'm going to do some more research in it. He's also mm. from the Honda family, so he's very close to Tombokiri. Well, and he calls him Tombokiri-sama. Yeah. He 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 has some pretty cute lines in general, like when you stick him into doing chores. But if you stick him with Tombokiri, he doesn't say anything but respond to Tombokiri. And it's just, yes, Tombokiri-sama! <laughs> He's so precious. He's like, whatever you say, Tombokiri-sama! <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, he... Oh. He is adorable. He is. His and... recollection with Kotegiri, though. No, not Kotegiri, Buzen. 
the horse yeah, two one collections with Buzan Go, who has officially become the leader slash overprotective mom of the Go boys, and I die further. And the first recollection, he he and Kuana are standing there, and Kuana's like, "Is it really? Is it really okay to ride this horse?" He's like, I told you it's fine. Go ahead and try. And so he jumps up on the horse. And the animation of him, like, moving to get on the horse. <laughs> it kills me. And then he's like, wow, that's really cool. He's like, I told you it was fine. And then the second recollection. It's my um, favorite. Boozin's <laughs> like. Or no, Kuana's men- making mention of like overhearing Giri saying something about lessons, and he's like, "What? Do- what does that mean? Why? Why are we doing lessons?" And Busan's like, "Yeah, we sing and dance. It's a lot of fun. You, you want to come join? You should come join us." And he's like, "I don't know. Maybe. Let me ask the dirt." <laughs> <laughs> like why, precious baby? Ask the ground if he can dance on it this is like what is this kid what am i doing just (laughs) watching and he's he's like oh okay i can join it's like okay well that's great that's decided but um hey you want to stop using my legs as a pillow He's like, no, just, just a little bit longer. It's fine. <laughs> he, we finally have our airheaded, lazy baby. Like, we haven't had this character type in Token, I don't really think. We, we like, have some yeah, characters that are a little... But it's not the same. Like, Akashi's just lazy and like, I just don't want to do anything. You're going to make mm-hmm. me move? But... And we have, like, Higakiri's airheadedness. Yeah, he's, like, our first, like, la, air. And he's just the kid that just runs through the field, just enjoying nature. And you're like, what is with this kid? And then he would just, like, go, all of a sudden just plop into a bed of flowers. And you'd be like, is he okay? And it's just like, the flowers smell nice. And you'd just be like, all right. I'm just gonna go over here. He's not dying. That's all that matters. (laughs) It is also worth mentioning that um, Buzengo's regular fieldwork lines make mention of Kuana, actually. Yep. Which is really cool. Well before we we looked that up. Yeah. Because they're out there in the fields and he's like, well, there is a person for every job. Not sure. I wonder what Kuana will say about the field. Okay. And then Kuana's out there and he's like, oh yes, this is nice soil. So. You know. (laughs) At least you can have your fields praised by the farming boy. Mm -hmm. It's a a beautiful blade and I I love it. And he's, he, his battle lines too like when you have him as captain and he's scouting he's checking the air quality the landscape 
and then the quality of the dirt. <laughs> and it's like, okay, buddy, make sure everything's good. And then he's like, yeah, we can win this. So that's what he's yeah. saying when I'm scouting. I'm always wondering, I'm like, yeah. what is he saying? Okay. Temperature, I think, maybe is another thing he checks. I Air think temperature. temperature. But it, it kills me. I love him so much. I love this family, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a happy go mom. Sort of. He is now level 50, by the way. Over. He's over level 80. I got him. The Saturday before the event ended, I was very determined. I got him. The rest of us got, like, the last day? (laughs) Yeah, the last day for us. Yeah, Sarah and I both got him the last day. That that was the plan. Captain, so we're both, like, super leveled him up by now. Yeah, he's, like, well above level 75. He's he's 72 for me. I haven't been able to play as much as y'all have over the past few days, so we're catching up. You'll be fine. You'll eventually get there. You'll have him 99 before long. Yep. He's at level 40. We're we're at level 41 current thing, so we're trying. current event is perfect for leveling low swords. It's great. Hooray! New go child, which we, we will... We're not done talking about him, but we're gonna put him on a shelf and leave him there, and we will grab him when we're uh, ready towards the end. Right after the event ended, we had a maintenance that implemented the third batch of casual outfits, which were Goto Toshiro, Shinano Toshiro, Hocho Toshiro, Taikogane Sadamune, Shokurai Kiri Mitsutada, and Yamabushi Kurihiro. At the time, the re- the current event was supposed to start, but due to unforeseen bug issues that perpetuated in the mobile version in, for Android, got pushed back a little bit. Um, we'll talk about those bug issues in a bit. But I'm so happy. Sada looks adorable. And I screamed because I needed him. And I wasn't going to be able to get him until UTC happened or I had enough Koban. But I have him now. And he is adorable. And I am a very, very happy bird mom. That was legitimately me with Shokudai Kiri because I, <laughs> I needed it. I needed it so much because he's so pretty. With, especially with like, you have him in such dark color and then you have those bright splashes of like the gold hair ornament. Ah, uh, and as, yes, um, what was Koban after the past event? <laughs> so as soon as I had enough, Marissa can attest to this, I went mm-hmm. and I snatched that outfit. I'm like, mine. So he's, he's still my attendant. So, because I really wanted to see it. It's so pretty. So yes, I love it. They did really good with this batch. They did. E- even when we saw them, Jesse and I were like, Hocho's is even perfect it's that little rainbow 
checkered pattern that is reminiscent of his cape in his Kiwami version. And it's just so adorable. These these uh these go boys I mean not these go boys, these Toshiro boys, we've been talking about your go boys for so long. These Toshiro babies, because I was looking at Goto and then my brain defaulted to go, have more vibrant colors, so they look way more just impactful and there's more detail and things that they've added into it compared to like Hyunano, Maida, and Atsushi, which are just kind of browns and black. Toshoku's, like you mentioned, has like the gold flecks in it. And it's just perfect. I I like this set, but I was I was kind of relieved because I wasn't as attacked this time. <laughs> when you need to use the majority of my Koban to get the new Go Boy. Um, I am very scared for this current month, though, because I haven't really been so fully attacked. Honibani was the greatest attack that I've had. And I'm very excited to see where they go next. Soon, soon you shall be attacked and have to spend all of your gold because again the outfits. Yeah. <laughs> but brand new outfits. They are out with all the other outfits, and we'll probably start. No, you, just you said they don't really start releasing them until like the last week, like the art. Yeah, they generally release them at the during the last week of the month, and then implement them within the first or two maintenances afterward. Yeah. So look out for those towards the end of October. We will have more boys that will come in stab us in the heart because they're gonna look beautiful of course like with the previous two batches there's already uh merchandise those little all they really have merch wise for the new uh yukata outfits are these really nice little standees um with little keychain of their crests and stuff kind of it's all they've got right now but they already have the merchandise for these outfits as well. So it seems like it's going to be every single time they release a new batch of casual outfits. They'll also announce that they have these standees as well for fans. Uh, another thing to look out for. It's not like a draft. It, it's a minor change for those of us who live outside of Japan. Uh, but there was a massive tax increase uh, in Japan on October 1st. So in-game purchases have gone up to accommodate this. So you'll notice. If you're purchasing points through DMM or through iTunes or the Google Play Store to buy the little gold to purchase things in your game, you'll notice it's going to cost a little bit more than usual to purchase the amount that you've normally been purchasing. So, yep, it didn't go up, I don't think, too much because most of this is minor, but the tax rate is greatly affecting the band are soon to really just hit them. And Jesse was... quite obnoxious, just to let you... You said like, it went from 8 to 10%? Yeah, the <sighs> consumer tax went from 8% to 10%. But it's also really weird because, like... So I kind of eat out a bit because what is energy to do dish trash? When you eat in at restaurants, that's when you get the 10%. But when you take it home... When you get carry out, it's eight percent. Really? That's yeah. a nice way to kind of cheat the system oh. a little. It is and it's not. 
<laughs> I don't want to do carry out. I wear all oh, of it. Oh, and you have to throw it away. Then you have to throw it away and you have to deal with all the other things that come with it. And then if you, like, have to drive away to get home, then mm. it can get cold. And, and eh, like, it's it's a nice kind of thing, but at the same time, it's just really obnoxious. And all the prices are going up a little bit, so. Mm-hmm. Eh. Good thing I went to Japan before the tax increase. Yep. Came at a good time. It was really interesting. <laughs> if you watched on Twitter, a lot of the actors, is, like Mokun especially, was like, mm, it's September 30th. Should I get anything before the tax rate goes up tomorrow? <laughs> that, Why that am I Mokun. not surprised it'd be Mokun that did that? Right. Mm. Right. Sengo Muramasa's, Muramasa's actor, by the way. Mokun, he's like, should I get anything? What should I buy? He should go on. He should have went on a shopping trip with Torgoe, the Yasusada's actor, because those two are best friends and they are shopaholics with each other. So they probably would have found Hadrichan in the same store. Probably, honestly, oh. though. Yeah, they would. I swear, those three have like they know they definitely have a line together, but they probably just have like little sensors in their heads that go off on like shopping trip with each other. Yes. Highly likely. Oh, goodness. But, yeah. The tax increase is going to still affect those who are international trying to purchase in-game things. Or just, in general, you'll notice things that were at one price before going to be a little bit more now. Like, my Nendoroid. I, I don't know... For those who have pre-ordered Nendoroids or scale figures or any of their goods before the October 1st. I know some you pay for it beforehand, but places like AmiAmi you don't. You pay for it when it comes in. I have no idea if the price is going to maintain or it's just saying, screw you, pre-ordered it anyways, you're going to pay the new price. Ah! Hooray for those of us who are obsessed with merch things. It becomes a problem. Anyways, speaking of money and buying things, our current event got pushed back a little bit, uh, and it is the Underground Treasure Chest event. I am so happy. Because it is not just your normal underground treasure chest event. Because DMM knew that they threw these casual outfits at us at 50,000 a pop. There had to be some way that they gave us more Koban that we didn't cry. I mean, we're still crying a little bit. We're still crying a little better. Yes, it softens the blow of crying. The amount of Koban obtained from the first clear floors from 1 to 49 have been increased. You still get the big 1,000 when you clear floor 50. And they also implemented these Koban boxes, which will occasionally drop from defeating the boss nodes on all of the floors. Um, You'll notice you'll encounter this the first time that you've gone through floor 1. 
a little animation when you hit the boss node, a little animation of a Koban box will drop down and open before the scary flaming purple head appears. Okay, to indicate but can that we appreciate how fast it falls? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> There's already really cute fan art out of like the chest dropping on someone in the unit's head. The one I saw, and I know I sit. That is a spider outside the car. Um, that was uh, Jesse. I sent her one that showed Tomoy because he was the tallest in the unit. Just all of a sudden, getting hit in the head. Sorry for the beeping. There is a spider outside of the car, and I did not want it to come into the car. But yes, he got hit in the head, and yeah, I just imagine that's probably what it's really like, though. Bless them. Or it's like. For those who have seen the Cats musical, just they're just singing and doing their thing, and then a boot just falls from the ceiling and lands straight. That, that I swear that's what the Koban is like. They're just like la 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 la. Thud! Ah! Just there's the Koban in front of their feet, and Hakata just scuttles up to it and is like yes, and you're like oh no, oh no. But Hakata will multiply that Koban box as well, like all the other Koban that you get in the event, including the first clear and the little resource nodes. So having Hakata or Kiwame Hakata on your team for this event really does help if you want that tasty, tasty, sweet Koban. The Koban boxes start at 300 um, on floor 100. 1 through 10, and then every 10 floors it increases by 50, until floor 98, which is, I think it hits 750. But floor 99, it's 1,000. So if you put Kiwame Hakata on your team, and you keep running floor 99, and you get a Koban box, that's 2,000 Koban. Right there. That's that's a lot. So, thank you, DMM, for blessing us with the ability to get, garner more Koban than before. I hit... I had about 75,000 Koban before the event started, and I had 150,000 by the time I reached floor 50 due to all of the first clear. Yeah, I bought Sada. I still have 100,000 Koban. I am happy. I like the fact that it's nice enough that you can keep running certain floors. Like, you don't have to go to 99. It's Mm -hmm. nice because of the increase, but you don't have to. So you can just sit on a certain floor and just keep running over and over and still trigger the treasure chest. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Gold, yeah, Koban. <laughs> make the feed the Hakata, make him happy. Feed him, yeah. Because I, uh, I was trying to increase Rambu levels for these um, UTC Toshiro boys that don't like to Smith as much as the their other brothers. Uh, so I was running floor forty for a while and getting about, I think. Uh, about 
450 or 500 koban every single time times two when the things dropped so it was really nice like it's it's better than nothing like you just run them uh even just running floor 10 you get 300 koban if the thing likes to drop and they like to drop average not frequently just they they'll drop they're not super rare, but they'll drop. They haven't been dropping me very much. I got a couple to start with, but not many. I think Pierre and I and my RNG luck are having a bit of a fallout. So. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <sighs> it's coming to a head. Yikes. Watch the one sword I'm watching for be a smith and he not come home. Who? Anyway, that Another certain go boy? Continue. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. But this this event is focusing mostly on trying to get some cove on. I'm not going bananas. I'm just letting it come in. I'm mostly focused on trying to level up Cha-Cha and our new Kuwana over here. And Cha-Cha's hit 93, and I'm starting to sweat because I hate when they hit the upper levels of 90 because they don't level up very quickly. And Kuwana's almost level 80, or about there. So we he sped through very, very quickly. With me grinding for Toshiro's. Sarah will recall this. Uh, so I was running floor 40 to get Hocho. And I just keep running the map over and over and over. Until I get the sword. And I got one. I was like, okay. This took me a little while to hit the candy. But um, I backed out. And before I had gone down below Osaka Castle... I had done my three daily smiths. And I ran over and I click on the first one. And I get greeted by a candy baby. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I only do all 50 because I'm still trying to get them and it's the cheapest way to do the daily um, mission, thing. mission thingy Essentially, achievement. If you just do the three smiths and you only do 50, you basically haven't smithed at all by the end of the reward. Yeah. You get the the smith tokens back, and you get the 150 of all of the resources back. So, And then you get new swords. So I go to tap the second one, and there is a second Hocho that has greeted me through my smith. I'm like, Pierre, buddy, what you doing? Thank you! I don't have to go run floor 40 again. And then I max Rambut Hocho out. Uh, <laughs> with the three that I had. I was like, that is... Wow. Uh, oh, okay. But I noticed this, and I know Jesse noticed this. I think it was around Village of Treasures. I don't know if it was one of the UI changes that they put in, because there were some UI changes, if you notice, with your new little mailbox over there. Box here. 
some things have changed. There's the, I forgot to mention this, the little shortcut for Rombu levels. There's a little click box and it lets you select and it shows all the swords that can be Rombu leveled instead of just swiping through and crying because you're trying to find the correct sword to Rombu up. It shows you the ones. I think there might have been a minor increase in some of the uh, some of the swords. I know I've noticed this with the Tontos, especially. Uh, I've gotten more Sada and Fudo than I have in the past. And seeing as I got two Hojo in a row, maybe they decided to increase it. I know you encountered the same something similar as well, Jesse. While I was in Japan visiting you. Besides that, I, I know you, Jesse, have this week's been a little busy. But how has your UTC been so far? It's been good. I was so it started Wednesday. Yeah, it was supposed to start Tuesday, but they had issues with the update for the app um, for the Android store. And then it updated Wednesday, and I tried to update it at work because I was stuck at my desk for an hour and a half past quitting time. And couldn't do anything, couldn't leave, had everybody for classes. So, yeah, it updated the app, but it wouldn't load the game. Like, it would get to 13% and stop. At one point, it got to 50%, and then it stopped. And it wouldn't do anything but drain my battery then i finally i got to think it downloaded no it didn't actually open until i got home i made it to floor six that night wasn't able to open it really on thursday it took me a long time to actually be able to do anything with it regardless and then i went from floor six and then actually 30 so that was Oh, nice. And now I'm um, somewhere between floor 40 and um, It's Hooray. been a good event thus far. The boxes haven't been dropping for me very much, like I mentioned earlier. But it is really funny when they do. But my sister's been over, right? And so I'm like, Kim, you have to see this because it's so funny and it drops so fast. So every time I get to the boss node, I turn the phone to her and I'm like, what? And nothing happened. Oh! It's just the boss notification again. I'm like, Come on, man. Where are you? But I have my current team of boys that I'm trying to get ready for Kiwi, as well as Kuwu. Kuwu's a good leader here. We're, we're digging a tunnel, but he doesn't always like to dig in the routes that give us the more treasure. So I think he and Hakata are trying to be friendly, kind of, because they're, they're doing better in the higher level. But I think he just needed to get used to it. Um. But he really likes the dirt, so he's in a happy place, I think. Maybe it's a satisfying dirt, because he's, he's leveling quite quickly like he did for you, but I'm just still on the current, let's let's dig, guys, let's go, mode. So we're trying to see how far down these places. But it's it's going pretty well. I just really have these, I I have a lot of higher level boys, that can't go out on Kiwame. So I'm trying to fix that because all that I'm currently missing in the game are Kiwame sprites. So I have to fix that. Which means I have to use boys that I don't often. I feel like you're trying to get ready to trigger Marissa <laughs> by saying that. 
I know, like, Master Master Sword is Master Sword, and like, completionist over there, and that's fine. I'm I'm slow in working on things. I will say I feel quite proud of myself because I was talking to Lexi last night. Yeah, yesterday at lunch and we were tapping the game and she was talking about swords and levels as well and I'm like my lowest level sword is Kuana and he is now level 50 so I am very pleased. Yay! Um, Nice! Yeah! And he's the lowest but the next highest, like the next one above him is in the 60s. So I'm, I'm doing a lot better. My level gaps aren't nearly as bad and she's over here with level 20, 14s and one, a level one, I think. Oh, it's... please tell me that's not still Juzu. No, 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 it's Chogi. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, everything's fine then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for uh-huh. a while, I know that Koryu was level four, but she doesn't, like, the way that Lexi does it, she's like, welcome to the Citadel, take a number, get in line. <laughs> I have other boys that I need to get leveled up first. I feel that. Yeah, she's that, she's really she's really though. Like she's she's being smart about it. She's like, I gotta get my tontos leveled up so they can handle seven, like the seven era, era. So she's good doing girl. good with it, and it it just makes me feel pleased because I'm like, I remember when both you and Sarah were getting on my case about my level gap, and now that is not a problem. <laughs> Okay, so. having a level gap at about where Lexi is and where you were is understandable because you have so many swords. You don't know what to do with them. So you just, just like, I just kind of selected six swords at some point and ran with it. And they were kind of my event team for the longest period of time. And as they slowly started to cycle out and hit level 99 and things, I just kind of cycled more swords in and I had like a medium team and like a baby team and it takes a while for you to start getting those swords I would say in like about level 50 is kind of a between 50 and 60 is like a happy place to be like okay I've gotten them this far now let's focus on the higher level swords and get them up or focus on some more lower level swords and get them up because when they hit about 50, you can run the wonderful map that is 5-4 and just continuously run it. <laughs> it gives you great EXP, and it's safe. It's not it, era unless 6. It's, unless it's Kebby Sheed. Kebby Sheed. You're, you're not going to have a good time if you keep hitting the Kebby map. Especially no. if it takes a long time for you to back out of the game, and then you're just like, oh, well, I closed the app. I guess I should do something else now. Which yeah. is a big issue for me. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. my boys are doing great. It's just really obnoxious because they're all having a grand old time over here, except for Nagasone, who is the only one not in Sakura Fubuki. And he is grumpy orange. He was grumpy red. So I don't know what happened, but he's not as. Yeah, he's not as not- he was. You need to come collect your grumpy mamba, Kiwi baby, because he just keeps getting into orange over here with Cha-Cha. Look, okay, he just, he's feeling a little overwhelmed by the bubblegum child. Maybe. But 
He's there with Sone and Mutsu and Ku. Okay, never mind. That, and you're telling me to collect <laughs> him? No, he's, he's fine. It's like it's, him and Sone are like the babysitters being like, why are we here? And Kuana's just leader going, dick, 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 dick. And then uh, Hakata's just in the rear collecting the scraps of Koban. Because it's seriously how my team is. They're sandwiched between them. Yeah, that's, that's how mine is. Like, who's the leader when Hakata bring it up the rear? But because I've got he doesn't Kuru. get exhausted, so you stick him at the rear. Yeah. So you reduce well, we got the effect. Kuru, we got Kiko, we got Otagine, we got Nagasone, we got Dodanuki, and then we got Hakata. And I'm just like, okay, boys. Okay. And I will say this is one unit that I play with the sound off on. <laughs> I wonder why. I'm <laughs> sorry. He moans. <laughs> I like how that's the thing we have to start apologizing for, though. <laughs> collect him. He does that every single time he comes back from a expedition. It's all right. <sighs> or when he leaves. He doesn't moan when he comes back. He's out of breath and panting. Like Okay, still he's out of breath. He moans when he leaves. He has one of the longest like lines when you send them out on expedi- expeditions. I'm like, Kiko, okay, honey, shut up. <laughs> can we can this the, the closed scroll please leave my screen? The scroll closed three seconds plus ago. Shoo shoo. Go. Go get go get mommy Koban. Please. Uh I'll come collect him if you need me to. Uh. Oh, he's alright. I just <laughs> eh. Donanuki's also a yelly baby. It's to be honest, I also don't really watch the screen much when this one happens. I just really don't like how Nagasone looks. Is it Kiwi? Alexi's screaming from here. Is it just reg- so you know? Is it regular Sone or Kiwame Sone? It is regular Sone. Oh, okay. Are we like either version? Mustard so, tips is mustard tips. He has a really weird body, and we see too much of it. That is all. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> all right. Uh, Sarah, how... I-, I know I've been here, like, I've been around for most of... I don't know UTC how it's been. I don't know how... how is, your let's, let's, uh, let's tell it for Jesse and for those listening. How how has your UTC been, Sarah? We're going pretty good. We're going, ni- we're going nice and steady. It's such a nice change in lines. Um, <laughs> yeah, this unit I'm using is my train up unit so they're pull. they're using their pull-ups they're big boys now yeah i've been having fun leveling many of them so quite a few are just kind of happy flow shizuka actually maxed out at 99 finally because he was playing babysitter for a lot of like tonto and kuana and then of course like it was shizuka and hakata playing babysitter for the past however many days this event has been going on yeah, I think I'm. I think I've only dug down to fifty-two, but that's because I've been grinding for 
40 and 50. And yeah, I've not been a sad nugget. I'm a very happy nugget. I, I already got the 500 enemies knocked out achievement, so we're getting there. I'm a happy, I'm happy nugget. Yeah. Yeah, I, I already did all the achievements. I'm not surprised, because you were, you were doing that while I was doing the... Namuami. No, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Endless tower events upon endless tower events. DMM giving token the underground treasure chest events and Amu Amida it has the endless tower event. It's like they want to just throw floor grind events at us at the same time. So yeah. I'm I'm content. (sighs) I don't think I have any swords besides a certain one. And the Kiwame that are under seventy. This event's going well. A lot of my Kiwi that I have babysit, so I know, like, I also tossed on Goto since he was the last Kiwi Tonto that came home. He's current. he's got at least another level on him already, and he's only been on this unit for a little bit. So, yeah. I have nothing to complain about. I am very happy with the Koban, because I, I had, I think, 32,000 before UTC, so I couldn't buy Shoku's outfit. I as soon as I had seventy something, I bought his outfit, and now I back up to seventy something. So, I am very happy, and yes, I like UTC much more than another certain event we just yeeted out the door. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, much hap, very hap. The usual exp grind for all of us, and the now actual trying to get Koban. Before it was just kind of a passive. Oh, this event gave us Koban. Hooray. Yep. I think because like we were all just sitting on like we had our little happy mountain of Koban, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> Venom just saw like you have a lot of Koban sitting there. What can we do? I know. Make you drain all of it more. But just speaking of Koban, for those of you who might not know or forget. You might have some Koban lingering in your inventory. Make sure that you go to... Occasionally, go to the store tab and hit your inventory, which is the little green one in the store, and you'll find boxes and things of Koban. Those from the event will automatically go into your Koban pool, but the ones that you get through resource, trying to get like with resources through expeditions don't for some odd reason so you have to open them i know when i first started playing the game someone made mention of that and i ran over to my shop and i looked at my inventory and i had about 75,000 koban just sitting there think What's of your poor broke? storehouse odenta needs room to sit so think of him <laughs> if nothing else uh, yeah there was there was a lot of koban sitting in there so make sure that you clean that out on occasion if you're thinking you don't have that much you might actually have a surprising amount just hiding in there i noticed when jesse was talking about her having issues downloading the app i know sarah and i probably didn't have much issue with it that is because there was a a lot of the times when we have a Extended maintenance, it's because of the app 
Apple version of the app pushing the maintenance at least another two or three hours. This time it was Android, and instead of pushing maintenance back, they just delayed underground treasure chest for a time. It's only 24 hours. But there are still horrible issues with the Android Pocket version to the point where it will wipe your game. You run the risk of wiping out all of your game data on your phone. So the devs are currently looking into issues and there is a partial patch up currently up that is trying to help prevent further issues, which is probably one of the reasons why Jesse all of a sudden was able to play the game. Uh, that was the partial patch. Uh, Mine just needed to connect the Wi-Fi to fully download it. That too. But if you do encounter this data wiping issue, please do not uninstall your game. If you do, you might completely lose your data and DMM will not be able to restore it for you. So please, if you do encounter this issue, I urge you, please send in a report to DMM. They are trying their hardest to find the issue and fix it. And if you also have Android, make sure that you please try and back it up through the um, through DMM's website. It's probably your better option, just in case, uh, so you can transfer it later. Or if you don't and you cannot connect uh, to the internet to get onto DMM's website using a proxy or whatever, try taking a picture of that front screen. It has your little uh, UID number. That's the best way that they're going to be able to restore your account if you do lose it. So please be very, very careful if this happens. I'm so sorry for to those of you who have already potentially lost your accounts. There is, there is hope, so don't lose hope in getting your swords back. And I hope that everything works out for everyone that's all the Android stuff. We'll try keeping you guys updated. If not, DMM is trying to keep everyone updated on the updates as well but we'll try our best with translating them when they do come out some upcoming events they announced the new solar term light snow background series that is going to i think everything that they've announced for upcoming updates is going to be happening in october Nothing is in yeah. November. It's all this yeah, month. Nothing, it's all going to happen for the end of October. Yeah. So this is probably going to happen at the same time as the next event, which is the Special Investigation Bunkyu Tozahan rerun. So we are going to get a rerun of Bunkyu Tozahan. So we get to chase around the boss note again. <laughs> duplicates of our good boys. We do get duplicates. You get duplicates of Sensei Sarah. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I'm looking forward to at this point. Give your boy some new lines to yell at his at his walkie. Yeah, watch it be another line to yell at Mutsunokami. I mean, that works too. <laughs> Just die rolling and chasing that stupid boss when you only have like two moves is not easy. Ugh. But more screams, I'm sure, to come very yeah. shortly on our next episode. 
but like the specific event rerun is very exciting, especially given live action. Mm-hmm. So it is going to completely coincide with the next stage, isn't it? Or is the next stage not until like a little while after? No, it well it no, it starts December. Okay, so it's just a couple months right before. Yeah. Seeing as we had a rerun of Chogi's event a couple of months before Jiden. So, I love how they're subtly working alongside things out in the real world. But, you know, that's fine. Seeing as something else occurred... Which we'll get to. Who's currently still sitting on a shelf. So that's kind of it for the upcoming updates. They they haven't given us anything for November or anything after Bunkyu Tosahan. It's probably going to be a, about a, probably a two-week break. And then we'll get an event. But in merchandising, uh, the pre-order for the Odenta Mitsuyo Nindroid is available and he is so cute and grumpy and he actually comes with his like a paper folded very big like the nindroid will fit in this storehouse like he has his little little storage house that he can fit in and I'm like that is so freaking cute I love it I won't get him but I love it thank you it especially kills me because like his actor, Dai, is literally dying over this. Like, I did not expect so many people to be, like, uh, words are hard. Um, but we've commented before, because Dai is one of those that he's very active with his character. So whenever something comes out regarding Odenta, he's there. Like, he is thrilled. So whenever this came out, he was just like, yes. <laughs> he's a very, very happy Odenta himself. He's a good boy. That's kind of it when it comes to the figures. I decided we should probably try talking about more of like the bigger merchandise stuff. There's, I think, like a line of eyeshadow. Hooray. Um, They're cute. They're really pretty. But one of the bigger ones, they've had a collaboration with this uh, glasses company, Bandai. It's like one of, I'm guessing Bandai owns it. Bandai... Jeans? Jeans. Jeans is a very popular glasses chain in in mm-hmm. Japan. I've actually my current pair of glasses is from Jeans, and I'm ah. very excited because it's a very nice. Like they produce nice glasses, Have they... high quality. And if something happens with your glasses through Jeans, <laughs> I'm not sponsored by them. But hey, if you want to, if something happens with your glasses, then you can actually take them to any Jeans store, and you can be like. Help me, please, and they will fix it. Oh, that's nice. Um, if you're not satisfied with it, if your prescription changes, you just take it and you'd be like, I don't know what to do. The glasses are really, like, and they're really reasonably priced. I am highly pleased and surprised by the ease of getting new glasses here because I didn't have an updated prescription, but in store, they update it. Like, they have a machine, you sit there, and you do the standard eye test. Wow. And the whole one, 
or two. And I'm like, <laughs> really doing this in the middle of a mall? Like, it's an open thing. <laughs> wow. An open door stall-like thing. And it's like, okay. So the fact that they're doing it, I really hope that they have them in store so I can go look at them. But the pre-order period is very small, and I cannot afford it because other token rumboots and other priorities. But they are very pretty, and I love all of these pairs of glasses. Did Token do a collab with this with jeans before? I'm certain they have. They did. I think it was jeans last year and maybe the year before. Last time they had Kyo and Yasu, and I am I was very devastated to not be able to do it at that time because I didn't know what I was doing at all. And I was going to pre-order it online, but I didn't have my prescription because the that the whole like I knew what my eyes needed as far as they asked for more numbers than I was ever aware existed when came when dealing with prescription things. And so I was very confused. So I couldn't do anything sad well they don't have Kyo and Yasu this time but they do have Okanehira Shokudaikiri Yamabagiri Chogi Yamabagiri Kurihiro Taiko Ganai Saramune Sayo Samonji Hachitsuke Kodetsu and Kogitsune Mario as the inspiration for these glasses and they are really nice Except yeah. Hachi. Sorry. Your yellow is too yellow. The pattern inside is really nice. Like They it look is. like nice glasses, but they're just not something that I would personally wear. No. Personally, my favorite actually is Shokudaikiri because it's beautiful black glasses and along the insides of the um, kind of inside the frames is this beautiful pattern and it's just this it's just subtle glasses and they look nice the pattern is the pattern that's on his coattails by the way mm-hmm. a lot of them have like where some of like their major colors overlapping fabric whoever makes that pattern for a lot of these characters is a genius because you also see that pattern larger on the glasses case and it's so pretty. And it's like a, like a nice fabric leather kind of feel. It looks like it has that nice texture, suede look to it. And I'm like, these are nice. And it comes with like a glasses um, cloth as well with, their, like with two of their colors and their crest on it. Beautiful. Yeah. They, they, they go all out with these. They're expensive, but they're nice. That's what happens. I think that's everything when it comes to merchandise that I found entertaining. So I think there was a giant, not like the mochis, but like the little, the other ones? It's, big plushies. It's a mochi, but it's not the same mochi. Like It's it's a mochi, but not a mochi mochi. There's like a mochi like and a, a mochi mochi. It's like a dongle like mochi. my brain just broke hearing that, because I didn't see that one. <laughs> so my brain's just like, how big of a, like angry dongo yeah it is he gay and it's a big one it's a beautiful giant he gay head giant he gay head those those are some things that are currently out 
So now it's time for us to get into our behind the blade section. So before Jesse and I start talking about our trip to Fukuoka, I'm going, we're, we're going to table that for a little bit. And I'm just going to remind everyone uh, that Daizaifu Tenmongu is holding, I'm pretty certain is they're still holding the exhibition featuring uh, Tarumaru 2.5's creation process. And there's a giant standee on display. Of course, the special clear file is no longer on sale, only on sale until September 16th. So if you're in the area or you're going down to visit the Samurai Exhibition, go down to visit Daizaifu. We were planning on doing so, but uh, the typhoon kind of derailed that situation. Huh. We were we, we were afraid that the uh, the Shinkansen weren't going to run back, so we left earlier than expected. Happy we did. We ran into Cami. Uh, <laughs> yay! And then the Sakai family treasure exhibition is running until November fourth at the Chido Museum where you can see Shinano Toshiro. He will be on display with a couple of uh, other swords from the Chido family, uh, the Sakai family in this museum. So, Though I don't know if he's part of like the special exhibition, because I was looking stuff about him, and he's part of the museum collection, so he might be on and off. He might just come out for special. So go check him out if you can. He's pretty cute. All right, it is time for the Fukuoka time. So, fun time. Fun time where Jesse and I went to the Samurai exhibition in Fukuoka. And it was, it was great. Oh my gosh. Ah! We, so, I'll let you off, speak because I've been speaking thing. a lot. <laughs> Just a general thing on it. So the Samurai Exhibition is on display at the Fukuoka Museum. It started September 7th and runs through November 4th. Now, they actually currently were in the second half of the event exhibition. So they actually changed out some of the collection on display. But all of the Token Rambu swords are still on display. The collaboration swords that were announced were Heshikiri Hasebe, Nihongo, who is We'll, we'll talk about it in a second, because Nihongo yeah. is in the separate part. Hakata Toshiro, Honebami Toshiro, Gokotai, Kousatsu Samonji, Souza Samonji, Monoyoshi Sarumuni, Odenta Mitsuyo. Reminder, this event was announced, exhibition was announced way back in the beginning of September. But then VOT was announced, and there was the new sword teaser. And people had the idea that, oh, that's a Go Crest. That's a, that's a Tata, not Tadakatsu. That's a Honda Crest on him. Maybe that's Kuanago. And Kuanago was in fact part of the exhibition. And after he was announced in game, Token Rambu and the exhibition forward and said. Hey, congrats! Kuanago is now part of the Token Rambu collaboration! Woo! Standees for all of the Token Rambu collab sword are 
on display in the lobby as well. So they're really cool to check out. There is also a voice actor-led tour by Nihongo's voice actor. It's really interesting to hear when you're walking through. And walking through <laughs> um, in general, oh, one more thing about it before we talk about our experience. After we had gone, other people tied to Token Rambu went to the exhibit. Yeah. Including Aramaki Yoshihiko, who is our dear Mamba, and Chunya. Chunya, who is last not coming to me. Imano Tsurugi is actor. Oh, they yeah. went to go to the exhibit and they actually signed one of the posters and they have it framed now. Aww. It was very exciting for the both of them to get to be part of that and to go see it just like despite being there for a completely unrelated play. And then just recently, formerly mentioned Dai also went to the exhibit. And he was very excited because Odenta was on display. So he got to go see his beautiful blade and take a picture that mimicked the artist's depiction of Odenta going to visit the exhibition. And it was absolutely beautiful. So those are famous people who have gone to the exhibit. And oh, Dai spent, he sat there for like three hours, he said. He's like, but before I even realized how long it was, three hours had passed and I was just sitting there. So, okay. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure where in the museum he was sitting for three hours, but he was having fun just staring at it all. All of these blades are beautiful and they all, like, and the actors themselves are very excited to experience it. And now it's time for just little old us's experience. I don't know really where to start. What sword were you most looking forward to see? This question again? Dude, you come on. You can do this. Fine. Okay, so I was most looking forward to see, technically I was looking forward to see Odenta. But then you were like, besides Odenta. And I was like, mm. Nihongo because I saw him before the last time I went to go visit this museum but I had rushed through the exhibit that he was a part of because it wasn't quote-unquote as interesting as the previous section that I had gone to because we did it backwards than what I did it uh we did the major section and then we went to this little exhibit where Nihongo was actually at and I just kind of rushed through and I was like oh that's a pretty spear and then I left and when I got into Token Rambu, I was looking at the pictures of her Nihongo, and I was like, Oh! I saw that! So I felt kind of bad that I didn't actually take pictures of him. And now he, he he's in a game that I love. So <laughs> I wanted to go back and actually give him the attention that he didn't get the first time, because I was a terrible person um so that that that's what I, who i was looking forward to the most what about you jesse i was looking forward to see honebami because i went to the giant sword exhibit last october in kyoto but they had special token rambu swords that were on display for half of the time and then the other half of the time they switched them out for other swords and honebami 
was the later one, and I couldn't see that one, so I was very excited. But he was surprising of a blade. So for those of you who don't know, Honebami Toshio used to be a Naginata, but due to the changing in war tactics and the fact that he kind of got severely burned, they had to fix the blade. But why would you fix a Naginata blade when they're no longer used? So let's change him into a Wakazashi like all the other Naginata blades that we're not using. So if you look at his blade, you do like a double take. Because you're like, something is off about the blade. It doesn't look like a normal sword. And then you can see that there's still remnants of him being a Naginata. And it's really, really cool. This blade is surprisingly thick, and the detail of the Furomyo uh, Kurikara symbol on his blade is so deep into it and so detailed. You can see everything. I'm like staring at this thing, going, I need a magnifying glass to see everything. Wow. I was in awe by your boy. He was pretty. Beautiful boy. There were just so many beautiful blades. It was really interesting. It was my first time seeing a Sadamune blade. And they had other Sadamune blades on display as well. And they were, you can tell they're Sadamune. Because they have this beautiful detailed um, engraving, not an inscription, but just engraving work on the blade. And, oh, it was beautiful. But it was also really fascinating because, for me at least, we tend I tend to distinguish blade types by sizes. And, <laughs> like, it's really helpful in token how, like, yeah, the walkies are all generally of this height, though, like, there are differences. You can see that the tontos are itsy-bitsy and the uchis are pretty average, and then we go tachi and higher and they get taller and taller. But when you're looking at the actual blades themselves, you look at Mono, and then you look at Honebami, and the size difference is like looking <laughs> at a Tonto and an Uchi, and you're like, yeah, what? <laughs> These are both Wakizashis. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when you go, because getting to Mono Yoshi, you see Hakata and Gokotai first, and they're itty. They're tiny. But they're precious, and then you get to Monoyoshi, and you're like, wait, he's not, like Jesse said, he's not much bigger. And we eventually moved just a little ways over, and there's Bami, and you're like, whoa. There's like a two-foot difference on this thing compared to Monoyoshi. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's baffling. You, you think you know it, but you don't. Swords are so weird. Wakis are like those the weird middle child of we're not really a Tonto and we're not really a Tachi or an Uchigatana. We're just in the middle. We're that other thing. 
I don't know. That's the best summation of what the walkies are. They're the weird middle children. They're good walkies. But it was also very exciting because we were looking at the list of swords on display. And we did notice that Kuanago was there. And so we're like, mm-hmm. is this it? Is this our new boy? Mm-hmm. And it was so funny, though, because we're walking through. And we just kind of, well, Marissa just kind of looks and then keeps going. And I just kind of sit there for a second. And I'm like, Kuanago, okay. And so I'm, like, staring at the blade, just, like, trying to, like, look at it and process it. Because it's a beautiful thing. I don't know how to it very well because I'm bad at all description but it really was pretty and then she's like oh where'd you go it's like i was looking at new boy potential new boy she's like oh wait we saw him like yes go back there in my defense i was dealing with bronchitis at this point we're not even off probably a sixth of the way through the exhibit and i have an asthma attack because there's not much airflow in this. It's already a really old building, so it's stuffy and old and musty, and I'm trying not to cough because no one's talking. It's a museum. Like, a a history, art history museum. Like, you don't have loud conversations unless you're in a natural history museum or a science museum like I work in. I have screaming children. This is more of like a, res- please respect the people who are trying to enjoy this beauty. And I'm hacking into my hand. Uh, so a lot of me was trying not to die. And I remembered yep. after you said that was him, my brain went, oh yeah, Jesse did mention this was a goat blade. God damn it. <laughs> I kind of forgot Kuwana was a potential because he wasn't on my radar yet. He wasn't in the game. So when she mentioned that that, that was him, I was like, oh, yes, it was. And I remember some of the history that you did say while we were standing there. So it's like, okay. He, 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 he does come from here. Interesting. He was, it was oh, like a beautiful. simply beautiful blade, if I recall. It didn't just, it didn't stand out, but if you looked at it, you were like, oh, there's something just strikingly beautiful about this blade. It was also interesting when we got in line and then we did the first little turn and you're like, why do I feel torn, like, <laughs> drawn to this one blade? Yeah. And you looked it up. Because we got a sheet that had the list of all of them. And you're like, you do know that sword. That's Odenta. And I was like, oh, I, I'm not like. Uh, it's hard to explain when it comes to understanding like spirituality of things and uh, like being like, quote unquote, superstitious about stuff. But there was just some hole and something just emanating off of this blade that kind of screamed like I'm important and that's why like he there was nothing different about his display he was just next to some other random swords but it was like nope that's that's Odenta that's one of the ten they were also ones in very high cultural importance but 
Yeah, but like still, they didn't well, like have anything being like Bing, 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 Tenkagoken. Like they just they were simple displays for things. It's I, not I like I disagree on that. They were also rather they stood out to me a little bit more too. Okay, it's different than like okay, you go to a museum in the U.S., you go to find the Hope Diamond, and there's gonna be everything under the sun pointing you to where it is. The display is just making it look as majestically shiny as possible. While this was just like, not like they were, the displays for all of these swords were just, they were just displayed. Um, There was nothing really different about each of them because they wanted you to enjoy the sword themselves without you really telling you much about them until you actually look down at what the name is and some of them had more information for you to read but we did walk through it and it was really interesting we were watching for all of these all of these swords on our list right and we got through the end and we're like wait where's Nihongo <laughs> yeah did we pass him yeah cause he was the, the cool thing was they had we took pictures of, right before we went, we took pictures of the standees of each of the swords. And I'm like, well, he should have been after Hasebe based off of the order, because they were going in order of how they actually were in the exhibit. Where, where's Nihongo? We, we passed by Kanbei and, uh, oh gosh, Hanbei is like, the, not Hanbei, Kurokanbei and, what the heck is his son's name? Your son's name is mistaken me, but Shinglehead. Um, we, I'm like, I see their armor. Where's Nihongo? So we had to go ask them where he was. And uh, he's not actually in the exhibit. He's on normal display. Mm-hmm. As he was so when I saw him. Mm-hmm. Which was worth it. It was, and it was really nice, though, because in the exhibit itself, you cannot take pictures. In Nihongo's exhibit, you can take pictures. Yep. So I got a lot of pictures. And that 200 yen also got you access to pretty much their, uh, their all of their permanent exhibit. So we got to enjoy that as well. It was very interesting going and seeing all of the different histories around Fukuoka and everything. Definitely, if you're in the area, go check that out. It's fantastic. Very beautiful building. The exhibit was fantastic, and the goods were really cool, too. An interesting thing that I noticed, you can get post, you can get like a postcard set, and it comes with all of the swords in it except Nihongo, Hasebe, and Gokotai. But you can get Nihongo and Hasebe's by purchasing the clear folders. And this is like the promotional art, that, that, that beautiful art of each of the swords that we saw before the exhibit was, like, around the time the exhibit was announced in collaboration with it. And so you're like, oh, I can get all of these, but you could get merch of all of the promotional art except Gokotai for some odd reason, and I don't know why. We got you Sozer, right, Sarah? Eee! He's so pretty. I love him so much. 
いやー、シンク。ミショポーリー。I am a happy so- noodle mom. I'm a very happy noodle mom. Besides the、uh, promotional art and some of the other things that I went a little crazy on, not as much as the Toad Apple store, or tried to.、Uh-huh. I, I caved and I got the Horikawa wallet, and it's beautiful. And I do not regret at all. It's so much nicer than my last wallet. That was like a cheap, like $15 wallet. I'm not saying how much it was, it was way more than my actual. For those of you who know the price of the Juzumaru scale figure, he's, the wallet is as much as the Juzumaru scale figure, and that is all I am saying.、Um, anyways, <laughs> our adventures didn't stop there, though. Nope. We left the exhibit, and then we headed off toward、oh, Tenjin. Tenjin! Tenjin, where we found the animate that housed. Token Rambu pop up store. The Todaba store number six. The very cute small little store. They had a lot of things that you could like pre order and then they would ship to you.、Um, because to have. They, they had so many things for like every single character that you could buy. But because there are now 80 characters. In this game, that's a lot of merch to have on hand that this store did not have the space for. So、nope. they did this really cool thing where you could take the little slip saying, I want this, and then they will ship it either to the store or to where you live in Japan. So I thought that was really interesting, a little obnoxious, but pretty interesting because they had that with posters and phone cases, cushions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really cool. They had the special design things for the special store. Lots of little blind bags for charms and clear files. They were blind bags for the clear files, which was fun, challenge, and interesting. I、so、got panned out for both of us. It did. It really did. I was quite pleased. I got two of the art books. I'm very happy. I also got a blanket that has been eaten、You're、by、too. my bed. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Bless your bed. Jesse went a little bananas. I did, but you know, it was worth it. I、mm-hmm. don't regret my purchase. I was planning on going bananas until I got up to the register. And、uh, for some odd reason, my bank doesn't like animate, it was reading it as fraud. Despite the fact that I'd already been in Japan for over a week at this point, and I'd had no problem with it before. So I had to go pay in cash for some of it and put some of it back. And、uh, Jesse also had to pay for some of it. <sighs> it, it, was, it was a little sad because I had planned on getting a lot of Nini Kirimaru stuff because. What the, out of the merch that they did have in stores for the swords, most of it was the most recent swords that we've gotten because they are so new. 
and they wanted to give people a chance to actually get the merch of these newer blades. And there was a lot of nene, and I was very happy. But I had to put some back. Since cuddles. Yeah. Well, it would have fit in my bag. It's not like I would have had a problem fitting it in my bag. I still had room in my book bag. But. Alas. Your bank account. Your bank account is probably happier, though. Uh, A little, yeah. Still. And then we went across to the actual anime. And I found musical goods? Yep! Which was quite the surprise. I also found the uh, one of the best purchases I think I've made token related is this bag like (gasps) yep and it's got the crests of all of the blades up to yamabagiri chogi and it's this simple black design covered in just darker black crest you don't really notice it and it's the like one of my favorite ways that i can be like i'm a super nerd but you don't know because it just looks like a normal bag and it fits all of my work things perfectly (laughs) and it's much more easy to carry than a backpack which is what I had been carrying to work so it's very nice and now it has something new on it that I'll talk about Um, oh Uh... but I got I got two little blind bag things for the current musical for Kisho and I got a Sengo and a Kotegirigo and they're in their live outfits, and it was very exciting. And Sengo is now happily with Lex. Um. <laughs> yep. But Kotagirigo is happily in my possession. I'm very. I also found bromides for several of the actors should have made their way to Sarah. They did. I was an extra happy nougat, and I was going to thank you before we started recording, but struggles. Yes. No. Good, good boys. They're such good boys that are so pretty, and yes. With such special outfits and looks. And they had, if you go to the Fukuoka anime, they have some really cool bromides for a lot of actors. Just saying. Um, it was very hard to decide on those four pictures that I chose. You, you know outfits. you're talking about some of my sons, right? Which you should realize is valid. Yeah, which is why I'm like, the fact that you even have to comment on their special (laughs) outfits and looks. I love them, but they can't dress themselves. Nope. But I will admit, because... So the four that I got, there were two of one actor, right? I got two of my... No, we got two of Araki. Just kidding, I got two of Araki. They also had multiples of Maya Chan, multiples of Higaki Kensuke, Keisuke, just kidding. And they also had Jinuchi. Jinai. Do this all the time. <laughs> oh my god. Special child uh-huh, with try again. <laughs> What's his name? Jinai. <laughs> Jinai, okay. Jinai. They had ones of him too, but the Iraqi ones were so much harder to find, I felt. So I grabbed 
those instead. But I yeah. have no complaints. I love good. I love Aaron. He's a good boy. So yeah, it was a fun time in Animate. I also found other random my good. That was exciting. It's very mad that I found something else. I was like, well, I have to get this. I can't just leave it here. I'll be yelled at, literally. So they had some speed goods, too. It was beautiful. Wait, did they? You I'm really so happy you didn't friend. say anything because I would have been really sad. When did they have speed goods? Because I couldn't buy it. They, they, they had some Miyotose things, I thought. Oh, they did. Yeah, they had the... They had the um the towel from Shinken, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I don't think they really had much besides that and then the stuff in the blind bags. So I think that was it from what I saw. I Unless you saw more. On, like, tombo. I was like on a tombo cert. Like, yeah. You wanted tombo kitty thing. And then just spee is tombo kitty and just anything spee and anything tombo, and you're good. <laughs> Which he has, he has his uh, photo book coming out. And he just tweeted a picture of him sitting in on a chair in front of a bunch of them with a Sharpie. I am so confused. He's going to sign him. That's a very common thing. I know, thing, but just it's think. just the, the face. His his hair is all in his face, and his hood is up, and he's just, like, pen up. And you're like, okay. I get it. Yeah, you're about to sign him all. trying to be like Kuu. I don't know. I don't know. He does. Oh, my God, he does look like Kuu. One of the things Fun that you noticed. I learned real quick. Oh. Because mm-hmm. Kuu, he just came across things. He was owned by... Honda Tadakatsu, who owned Tombo Kiri, his son. It was owned by Tadakatsu's son. Oh, Tadamasa. So that's why he calls new. Uh, he calls Tombo Kiri Tombo Kiri-sama because yeah, father son thing. He he used the sword of the son, and that's the sword of the dad. So it's like, oh, he is a cutie. But while we were there. I think it was when we were at the exhibit. Uh, I noticed that they had some promotional things for the fact that there is actually. I we didn't know this really before, or we just kind of overlooked it. But they were the samurai exhibition with DMM was doing a collaboration with Goga Tower, which is only a couple of blocks away from the museum itself, and on a couple of floors there would be like little stickers. Like big stickers, not little stickers, but stickers and things um, put on the glass of the tower with sayings that the swords say. You could take pictures in front of, and I think there were some signs and things. There's only like three tiny floors of this tower, so there's probably not much there, to be honest. But recently, Konosuke visited the tower, and he took some pictures. You can actually find those on Twitter. They are adorable. And one of them was actually including the tower mascot. So him and uh, Konosuke were being all buddy-buddy in front of uh, some people. It was cute. Konosuke with his mascot friends. (laughs) (laughs) Throw back to last year with the Kyoto exhibit. Yep. Just like, is he here yet? 
Is he here yet? I love these little characters. Yeah, it's fun. It was really... Okay, but... So with the visit yesterday that he did, they were concerned they might have to cancel it because of the type, actually. Oh. Because Japan was just hit with one of the biggest typhoons it has seen in a decade. And to all of you, if you are listening from middle region slash northern region of Japan, I hope you are all safe and okay and everything is okay. I know there were a lot of areas that were hit with some massive flooding, but it looks like not too many people were injured or hurt or killed this. So that's very good. Thankfully. Thankfully. It didn't. All we got down here in Okayama was we got the very edge of the clouds and a lot of wind, but we didn't get any rain. That's good. Thankfully, they didn't do anything about changing the exhibit down in Fukuoka. Or the, the, the tower thing. Yeah, rather. the tower stuff. So they lit up the tower as part of this collaboration. And they lit it up in Hasebe purple. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> I wish we were, because the day we went to the exhibit, there was a potential, I think there was like a potential for rain or something. And we also had to go shopping in Tenjin, so we're like, well, we could walk over to the tower, but let, no. It's, it's, I was like, it's kind of not worth it. It's cool, but it's no sky tree. It's not even really Tokyo Tower. like. And it had been cloudy all day. Mm-hmm. But if you are planning on going, just, just go to the tower. It's cute. Uh, it's not too far of a walk. It's really nice the area around there. You can get you could probably get some nice pictures from the top of the tower on a clear, nice, pretty day, but uh I I didn't when I went last time because it was pouring down rain. What happens when you go to Japan in July? It's gonna rain. It's an interestingly shaped tower. It is a triangle. And it just goes up. Experience Fukuoka Tower for what it is when you go. Cute promotional stuff. I don't know if they're selling anything special or whatnot. We didn't really go, but if you do go, tell us how it is. So that pretty much ends our adventures in Fukuoka. Obviously, there was much more. It's just we we have limited time, and uh, I don't want to bore you with my entire trip let's just say i spent most of my time in museums castles or anything related to swords <laughs> a lot of sheets and gumi stuff when i went to kyoto that was fun japan was great i missed it i, I still kind of miss it, it so was nice getting an adventure time with friends that was really cool <laughs> i'm very happy that i got to go and do that with you because I probably would have been bored going on my own. Alright. So it is time to move into the live action section. So I will pass the baton fully to the two of you. You have a decent amount of news for the live action world. Some of it not so happy, some of it happier than others. Easiest one out of the way, the Utawa say 
new sink in Rambutai, not Rambutai, killed um, whatever. They have officially met up, and rehearsals have begun for that, so be excited. We had the ticket lottery for that happen earlier this summer, I think that was. I think, like, oh, that was this morning, this morning. Oh, the stage? Went on sale to general. Um, the general public <laughs> so if you got those tickets great job if for those of you like me who didn't yeah hang in there we'll go see it somehow the live action the live streaming in theaters has been really announced and they'll also be more than likely doing it online again so there's that then we have some news about Kisho. Sarah, would you like to say anything about that one, or do you want to wait till the Mihoto say stuff? <laughs> I guess I could go ahead and say, I'm assuming that's our first one, yeah. yeah. Oh, my eyes did not like this life. Okay. It was really sad news, because um, all of a sudden, everyone kind of just woke up to the news that... So, we also didn't realize two of the sons that are... The two guys who are playing some of the sons of Tokugawa Iyasu in the current thing are actually twins, which is why they look so similar, so probably should have realized that before. We woke to finding out that one of them, Futaba, honey, help. Haname. Thank you. Um, He had been injured somehow, and we don't have a lot of details, but he was going into immediate surgery. And he's doing better, but he had to step down and several of the performances actually were cancelled. Five of them in Kobe? Good job! Yes. Whoa! Y'all, vows are not my strong suit. Especially at this time of night. <laughs> but yes. So, it's kind of up in the air. They did cast like they had an understudy or something who someone who came and stepped in for him. And he's been doing his best. His face kind of annoys me, but that's my own problem. Yes, but he's doing his best, and we'll see how things go from here regarding that. Because I know it was like a look where, like, these poor Babs are having such bad luck in the middle of performances lately. It's really nice to see all of the support that they're giving, not only um, Kaname, but also the one who stepped up. Which is something I wish they we'd seen a little bit more of with Kogi's replacement during that hard time last year. During Ryo's eye struggles last year. But this time, the cast is being really open and welcoming with him, especially being more vocal about it, too, which I think is really cool. But it's not easy to go through it all. And it's really neat, neat to see the extended Tomu family supporting it, too. Oh my gosh, which one was it? Yoshitsune? I know Yoshitsune has definitely been doing it. And mm-hmm. this month, in just a couple days, something goes on sale. Eek! Which is why you were, like, baton passed, hot potato tossed into face. <laughs> I am so excited, because the Mihotosi rerun Blu-ray and DVD goes on sale on 10-16, which also... I am just super happy in general because good boys will get more love now. I am excited to see screenshots start flooding my 
Twitter and my Tumblr again because I have missed the babies. They have been quiet for them. It's always a need. It's always Miyatose time for me. So that's not a surprise. And then in November on the 20th, the full album for Token Danchi Formation of Miyatose, their sixth album goes on sale. So there will be even more yummy music from them being happy and enjoying life. And yes, I am excited because Spotify exists too. And then iTunes exists for those who have months. And it is a nice life because Miyatose are good boys. Also, I know I'm repeating myself, so sorry about that. I am just, every time I think of them, they're very happy. They make me happy. Yee. It's also one of the more painful ones, so that I doesn't know. really Ah, uh, yes, I get to watch my boys go through pain again. Huh. Yeah, pretty much. Let's be honest. But I'm excited because I have yet to see it. And I really want to see how Pouty Cupcake does, a.k.a. the re- uh, recast for Okuikara. I know his actor is really good because I've seen him in a couple of other things before. So it's like, it's kind of a need because I'm just excited. And the songs that I've heard from it, are amazing and his voice is really nice it blends well with all the other boys plus the new songs about the new songs they are all on spotify so if you have that go check it out and then go support them and buy them because they're worth it i ended up buying the duet with okurikara and monoyoshi because when it comes on on my spotify playlist if i'm with my sister i'm not allowed to sing during one is painful on my end because it's a very fun song to sing along to. And it is. two is very unfortunate because with Spotify, you can't restart it if you don't have premium. And I can't afford premium. So it's sad life for me when it comes on with Kim in the car or in the room. <laughs> but it's also really funny because it comes on and then it gets to the chorus, which I finally have trained her to, uh, to recognize the beginning of the song. So that she doesn't start talking and then get mad when she realizes what song it is. Which has happened a couple times. Um, But now the song comes on and she will stop, turn and look at me and just glare. They are worth everything. (laughs) They really are. It's beautiful. She's very low-key excited, angrily excited because she doesn't want to like it, but she does begrudgingly. And she was very mad when she found out that Okurikara was recast. But then she heard the song, and then I informed her that this was Okurikara singing. It was the new Okurikara. And she just kind of let out this hump of a whine. She's like, well, fine, I guess. So it's very exciting to see. They added some new songs into the actual musical, too. And it'll be really cool to see what, what those sound like see it itself especially because they're so they're a little bit different than before because we've had mentions of like Miyatose they kind of they decide to go a little bit of a step different with adding in like a little bit more they're what transitioned into our interesting jazz number with Tomoe and Kane-san sort of because they were a little wave between our calm more traditional Bakuten that would go to like the Taiko heavy at times and then we yeah. had Miyotose, 
who just kind of were like, okay, we'll add in a little bit more of a jazz, a little bit more pop, a little bit more modern take, sort of. And then, bam, we had the, our next batch. And yes. So it's really interesting to see, like, to hear the new songs and seeing, like, they've really, like, taken another step forward on progressing their music. So it's, it's really nice. So one of the songs reminds me of, like, some 90s song. And I'm like, why? Why do I feel like I'm sick? <laughs> things i'm not prepared for which one is this <laughs> it's the main like their single song oh uh, uh. which is a beautiful music video the music video is beautiful the kind of does song though is not one of my favorites i love it so but that's not a surprise <laughs> It's it's definitely different though. I will one hundred percent get behind that. It is definitely a different thing. It's a different show, Pony. It's kind of like yeah. someone brought a Clydesdale to a purebred race. It's just plopping in, like or maybe a donkey even. Is that there. Easy? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But I'll probably yeah. feel different once I see it. Actually, like see the DVD with it re- being mm-hmm. performed. And more pain, just because, like, why not? It's fun. We all hurt. We all cry. But it's a good bonding time. So that's all the news for the musical side of things. Now we have the stage updates. So we'll start with... The news was, I, I found, in kind of a backwards order. So let's flip that a bit. It has been released that there will be a director's cut Blu-ray and DVD for Heden. For that bucket of pain. Um, Which is like, um, what are they adding? I make it, it they've got a special documentary that gets added into the special features. I think maybe the camera angles, like they got he got to choose focusing on more of one area. Maybe, uh, uh, get to see the floor uh, pancakes a little bit more. Uh, watch my heart dissolve even more. <laughs> Hayden, um, that that bucket of pain will come out in January on January twenty second. I will not be buying that. I I will not be buying that. I yell at myself. Um, uh huh. I I already got the special edition. I don't need a second. Then we were also told that in January as well, the original soundtrack for Jiden will come out on the 8th. So January 8th is the Jiden original soundtrack. Jiden's DVD and Blu-ray will go on sale November 6th. And there goes my fun. And here come my happy boys. We get happy, fluffy Hanamaru Citadel on stage with your added bonus drama fuels. So that'll be very exciting. I need them all. The special edition, I believe, comes with the the kaijo gawaris with the different act like the different characters that changed in the different locations uh, for those neat. scenes that they were in good it'll be very exciting that if is you're good, looking buying so. it depending on where you order it from you'll get different specials that come with it you'll get different bromides for the different characters different screenshots 
it's very problematic. If I want to buy it in person, I end up getting blades. But if I get it online, and my boys, but don't get the satisfaction of having it in hand at the register. It's a struggle. Oh. I'm trying hard. <laughs> it's. I also know that those will go will not be unloved pictures because I know the characters that they are. But I could get a Chogi and a Mamba. Or I could get Taro and Jiro. Be strong, Jesse. Who are good <laughs> boys. And I will defend the Otachis to the death. Except for Taro's. Taro is someone else's. They can play with him. Um, um, yeah. And Nene. That one's Marissa's. Marissa, there's your dear. Mm-hmm. I will defend three of these Otachi with my life. They are good boys. You can keep your big boys. So I have the biggest boy, which we also figured out while we were hanging out. I was like, <laughs> Nene is an inch taller than Iwatoshi, which makes him technically the tallest sword boy in the game now. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> ha. <laughs> yeah. He a walking tree. Or he's like actually like oh. a centimeter taller. I don't know. Either way, he's like. Just a yeah. bit taller than Toshi. I don't have the first no, first art book compare the size, but he is very tall, over two hundred centimeter boy. But speaking of newer Babs, newer things, we had Toast Day Six. The title was announced for that subtitle, I guess, since they're all Butai. And. Adding into our series of dens, we have Eden. Uh. Eden, Oboro no Shishitachi. Please no, I'm super happy you didn't make me try to say this. You're welcome. <laughs> it loosely translated, bear with me guys, A Tale of Ties, Loyalists in the Gloom. So yeah, it's gonna be a grand old time. We're back in Katsugeki-like feels now. Yay. <laughs> we also had a cast update for Eden, which included the historical figures. So we always knew we had we're going to have Sakamoto Ryoma. But now we also have Hakechi Hanpeita, Okara Izo, and Yoshida Toyo. And others! Takechi Hanpeita was the former was the former owner of Nangai Taro Chosen. And Okara Izo is the former owner of Hizen Tadahiro. Sakamoto Ryoma was the former owner of Mutsunokami Yoshiyuki. So of course we have those three blades as our main one being cast. And Yoshida Toyo is the man that they went up against politically. That Okada Izo assassinated. Or is he going to? Thank you, History Retrograde Army, for sticking your face where it doesn't belong. It's probably going to happen. I don't know. We'll see what, what goes on with that. But it's definitely dealing with his assassination attempt. Whoa! Stage feels! So that'll be happening this winter stay tuned for more on that 
it's going to be a lot of fun seeing these boys back together again. It's also going to be really weird to see it without Maki. I'm still confused by it, but that's that's not unusual. I'm excited to see Maki go see them, though. That'll be really cool. Because you know he's not going to stay behind. He's going to He's going to sneak backstage. You're having fun. And that's all the news I have on stage stuff. The the visuals are out to add. They are out. So if you want to go see a kid, they did release the visuals of the current swords, at least. So they're very pretty. They're out. They're looking fabulous. They're kind of an attack. Some of them need to be either back into makeup, but that's just mainly one of them. They're all really nice looking, and I'm super excited, I know. I have Uh, to share, though. I have to share, mm -hmm. because Sarah sent me a picture of Nankai. And she's like, oh no, he has a distinctive nose. I don't need another actor child. (laughs) (laughs) I died reading that, because all of her children have quite distinctive noses or chins. Or lips. Or lips. Mm. Mouth. Usually it's the noses or the chin. <laughs> it is more nose and chin, but there, there is also interesting but then again, smiles. Moon-chan's smile and Maya-chan's smile, and those mm-hmm. are very. Anyway, that is very exciting to see. So go check out your boys. They couldn't release them. They were having struggles with the Twitter page, like the Twitter sharing for those pictures. So check that out on the website, on the Toastage website. Uh, Speaking of Toastage, a little correlated actually with the game, we had another in-game raffle. That one. thing To get uh, tickets for the upcoming stage as well. So... That, that happened a little while ago, early into September. Mm-hmm. You could have applied to do that, and I'm pretty certain. Results were announced on the 1st of October yeah. to those that got it. Congrats to those like me that dropped it. <laughs> Better luck next time, but at least we tried. In, in Deji real-life news, um, I took Sarah's stage actor quiz do hickey thing. And I got about 90% of them. I was so proud. And she didn't even need a refresher because she took two days between. Like, she watched the PowerPoint and two days later took the quiz and did amazing. I think the only one that really stumped me was Nyan Nyan, was Dai Hanya. I was like, who? Yep, him and Tonchan, just because I chose a really funny picture. Yeah, him. you did. Yeah, those Which are the only two. I got right, right? No, no, you got neither of those. <laughs> With love, nope. You got the waters. All right, so. That is the end of our live action news and live action tangents. So we're going to start wrapping up and going over all of the social media mumbo jumbo that 
We'll keep you updated on not just uh, us, but the game and the stage world as well. So if you want to, you can follow us on our Twitter at Token Rambles and on our Facebook page at Token Rambles Podcast. And you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean, or any other podcatchers where you may listen to podcasts. We are hoping within, I'm going to say within the next two months or so, to get out our review of Heaton. Uh, I'm not going to promise anything, but I would <laughs> really, really... review. <laughs> uh, yeah. We just keep pushing it back because life and I was hoping to include Lexi and uh, our other Sarah into this, which is why we pushed it back so much. Uh, and then the summer happened and then beginning of school year and then me traveling. It was just not a good time. So my goal is to get that review out by the end of the year. I really want that. The latest would probably be like, January or something. But I would like to get this out by the end of the year so we can cover a lot of the backlog of other things, like mostly a lot of the rerun stuff. And eventually, I would love to try covering the older stuff like Honji and original Atsukashiyama as well. But we will see so, where the future holds. But first, we gotta tackle Heaton and let first... me rip out my heart once and for all and get it over with so I can. Stop having to rewatch it for now. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never stop rewatching it since son. Yeah, I mean, it's valid, but I'm in a dark enough place. I don't need to rewatch the moment. Well, cute demented cackles over here. Yeah, but we'll we'll see what is in store for the heat and review, and we'll see if Lexi and. Uh, Sarah, join us as well. All right. Thank you guys so much again for listening to us ramble on about Token Rambu. And have a wonderful spoopy month in October. Bye. Bye. Bye, boy.